a democratic republic of sports. The Sportsocracy with ESPN Asheville hosts Tank Spencer and Jeremy Green. Welcome into the Sportsocracy. It is a Monday morning. I'm Tank Spencer. He's Jeremy Green. And we are here to talk about week eight in the NFL. we got Monday Night Football coming up tonight. Tampa Bay Buccaneers looking for another win against the uh, New York Giants. But first, we'll get into all the games that happened yesterday, all the weird things that happened around the league. Javon Wims, he took some headlines yesterday. Why do you punch at somebody wearing a helmet? That's the <laughs> dumbest thing in the world. Look, I have this unprotected hand, and I'm going to hit your polyurethane-covered helmet. Why do you do that? It is one of the most uh, awkward things that ever happens on a football field is uh, for a guy to hit another guy in the helmet with his fist. Have you heard the conspiracy theory of they put him in specifically to hit C.J. gardner Jones? I have not heard that. Yeah, uh, he had, I think it was like the second snap he played in the whole game. And he runs over and just attempts to yoke him. <laughs> he did. It was hilarious. He did, me. but it, it makes me think, is C.J. Gardner-Johnson the biggest asshole in the yes. NFL? Yes, yes. And I think it every time somebody tries to hit him, and it happens a lot. Because this, this is the same guy that Michael Thomas punched in practice. Uh-huh. Also got into a fight at Florida. Uh-huh. This is not new information. And, and, and it also makes me think, uh, I, I was telling this to Ron before the show started, it also makes me think next week, when the Saints have to play the Buccaneers, they're going to put C.J. Gardner-Johnson on Antonio Brown. 100%. They are, they are going to, whatever you said to Javon Wims last week, go out there and do that to Antonio Brown. And let's see if do we can. Do it again. Let's see if we can end this, uh, this little Antonio Brown experiment for the Buccaneers in uh, just a matter of plays. It very well could happen. Who knows? I, I would love to know what was said, where that came from. Somebody said something about doing something to somebody's mama. <laughs> Possibly so. That would be my wager. Listening to Keyshawn Johnson this morning uh, on the ESPN national show, he was he said that he's convinced that that came from somewhere else, that there's some kind of personal background between these no. two guys. Uh-uh. No clue. Nope. Johnson Gardner-Johnson is just a jackass, and it, this is not new information. I think we all already knew that. <laughs> right. Uh, so that was weird yesterday uh, in the NFL. We had a couple of uh, a couple of fights break out in a couple of games. Um, Seattle taking a you know or Russell Wilson taking a hit going down on the ground. That's happening more and more. Yeah. By the way, week. by the way, Dallas. That's how you're supposed to respond when right. somebody not tees off on your quarterback. You're kind of supposed to fight. Like that's that's what you do. Yeah. When your quarterback is sliding to the ground and uh, somebody goes at them horizontally, that's never a good thing and I think this is the NFL's getting to a point where they're going to have to issue some kind of a statement or an edict to say if you do this this is like this is the fine you're going to get this is you know you're going to be suspended because it's happening a lot it's happened like four times in the last two weeks where a quarterback's been going to the ground and somebody goes after their head very low yep I don't understand it well, the Russell Wilson one was kind of bullshit because he faked like, oh, I'm going to stay up. And now I slide. Fuck you. Uh, Lamar Jackson did that at one point, too. Oh, I'm not going to go out of bounds. Flag. Yep. P- piss off. So 
soon as you step back towards me, you have no right to say you were going out of bounds. <laughs> right, and they uh, did they ever go back and fix the penalty? Because they called it on the wrong person on uh, the field. Yeah, they, they did, but I, I, don't, I don't care. I, want, I, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Watching Lamar Jackson get hit brings a little joy to me. <laughs> Why? Just personal reasons, or uh, I don't are know. you just pissed off because you you railed against him not being? No, because he's a bitch. Because he's a little bitch, and I like watching him get hit. Okay. Because he does that shit all the time. Oh, I'm running out of bounds. No, I'm not. And then puts one foot on the line and gets creamed. And it's a personal foul. I've seen that three separate times. Yeah. Lamar Jackson is getting into that Baker Mayfield territory for me. Of sheer. Oh no. Oh. 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 We we gonna talk about we'll that get one. To Cam you best believe we gonna talk about that one. Uh, but yeah, the premier game of yesterday, the Steelers rallying to beat the Baltimore Ravens twenty-eight to twenty-four, and uh, the Steelers continue to be the best team in the league. Yeah, I got news for you. They, they were one in my power rankings the last two weeks. Don't look for them to go anywhere. No, it's it, it would be hard to put anybody above the only undefeated team yeah. in the NFL. They're they're real good football. They're real good on defense. Ben Roethlisberger was a disaster yesterday, uh -huh. and they still won. Yep. So that might be a problem going forward. I don't know that it will be. I because I think that's probably the worst game he plays all year. I don't think Ben can play. Literally every pass he threw in the first half was high. He had, they had 24 yards passing in the first half and still beat the Ravens. That tells you everything you need to know. That's what good teams do. Mm -hmm. You don't have to play your best to win day in and day out. Yeah. That's what bad teams are. You know, the Jets on their best day can't beat Kansas City. The Steelers on probably their worst day beat Baltimore. Yep. Uh, it was a bad first half. I felt like Ben Roethlisberger turned things around in the second half. And it turned out how we expected, um, with the Steelers getting the win 28-24 on the road at Baltimore. Also yesterday, Tua made his debut and was uh, rather hey, ineffectual. Right. Good yeah! <laughs> Money line play of the day yesterday, the fighting Miami Dolphins. Uh, and a lot of weird stuff had to happen. For yeah, that to, uh, to the Rams to had down. to sleepwalk through the first half. Right. Because they still wanted to be in their bed in Los Angeles. <laughs> Four turnovers in the first half for the L.A. Rams. And, uh, yeah, the, the, the Dolphins, it was the first time since 1993 that the Dolphins had scored a passing touchdown, a rushing touchdown, a, a return touchdown, and a defensive touchdown. They did all the things. Uh, Miami did a lot of good yesterday. They did, and they improved to four and three on the season. And now I'm wondering. I'm going to level with you. I'm getting more and more sure by the day that the Miami Dolphins are going to the AFC East. Yep, that's exactly where I was. I going. think they're better than the Buffalo Bills right now. Mm -hmm. With Tua, Tua was bad. I don't care. He had Aaron Donald. Uh, the schedule lightens up moving forward. Yeah, I, I like Miami a lot. This could be a ten-win team. Looking at their schedule coming up. And they have a billion dollars in the Texans' number one pick. <laughs> ah, I love how big a disaster the Texans are. Just, I, I didn't get to make fun of them for losing yesterday, but I found a way to make fun of them. Right. Uh, could you imagine the Dolphins having Tua in one draft and then they're going to end up getting 
uh, oh, I don't know, Penny Sewell in this next draft? Well, here's the thing. Did you hear the report that came out about Tua yesterday? No. The reason that – one of the reasons that they put him in when they put him in is because they have a trove of draft picks next year. And if Houston pick is one and they don't believe in Tua, they'll take Trevor Lawrence. Uh-huh. And good for them. It's not – you're not going to have the number one pick. You know, sorry about your luck. That's yeah. been reserved. <laughs> for the Jets. <coughs> I don't know. That pick's already been spoke for. I don't know. Look, uh, we're 8-0 at losing. All right? So we're we're the best in the world at losing. Old Nostra Ronnie over there, though, he's already said he thinks that the Jets could beat the uh, Patriots. They, can cert- they certainly can beat the Patriots. They're not going to. Yeah. They moved the ball really well on Kansas City. Yeah, yeah it's because Kansas City didn't give a rat's ass. They're like, just give us the ball back. You score, just give us the ball back. <laughs> right, because they knew, they knew that they could uh, just impose. Pat Mahomes threw for four trillion yards yesterday. Uh huh. Four sixteen and five touchdowns. Yeah, because I don't think, I, and I think he took his jersey off and folded that bitch up, put it in the drawer, and let it. Uh, I'll wear that next week. Don't even, don't even need laundry service on that. <laughs> It's his, his lucky jersey now. I guess, because good hell did he beat the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. They were able to stretch the field against the Jets, 35-9. to That the final score. Who was stunned? Tyreek Hill had a big day. Who's surprised? Show of hands? Nobody. Anybody? Nobody. Okay. Yeah, I tried to tell you. There's one thing the Jets have never been able to do well. That stopped players with speed. Mm-hmm. They don't stop tight ends well either. My little... Uh, it ain't no fun at the homies can't have none. Wish I'd have just said what I wanted to, which was Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Unfortunately, the Kenny Galladay leg of that did yeah, not work Yeah, because he died. Yeah, Kenny Galladay got DMP I, I, dead. Yes. Um, that's, yeah. Unfortunate for the, the Detroit Lions, who lost 41-21 to to the Indianapolis Colts, a team that we've been back and forth. We can't figure out are they good, are they not. I'm starting to think they're at the upper tier of the real mediocre teams. Here's my analysis of the Indianapolis Colts. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know what that team is. It's the only team left in the NFL that I cannot figure out. Uh-huh. They're, do you realize they're 5-2? and two? Yep. Like, how in the hell is that team 5-2? and two? It's a very quiet 5-2. and two. It's a 5-2 and two that literally has – they lost to the – they got dominated by the Browns, and they lost to the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. They're the only win of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yep. Another – oh, this is gross to say out loud. Their five wins are against the Vikings, Jets, Bears, Bengals, and Lions. Woof. <laughs> yeah, d- d- stay in place because uh, – Puddin' Pants over here has a hell of a uh, thought about the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> that I'm going to laugh about a lot. Well, the Vikings did beat the Green Bay Packers yesterday, 28-22. Oh, to 22. oh God, it, and he's going straight into it. Why not? Uh, Dalvin Cook scored all four touchdowns for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, the Green Bay Packers couldn't, couldn't get it much going against them. I like how he keeps bouncing games and not letting me say anything. What? Let's just we'll go back. It's fine. It's okay. Fine. Just <laughs> you brought it up. I want to get into it because I'm not convinced that the Vikings are out of the playoff talk. I understand that they're two and five, 
But their schedule gets real easy coming up. You know, people often say, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard, or that's the smartest thing I've ever heard. Everyone listening to this show now knows that's the dumbest thing you're going to hear all week long. <laughs> it's 9-12 on a Monday, and you have already set the high watermark for the stupidest thing you're going to hear this week. Yep. And he said it for like 30 minutes before we started doing this. And I couldn't for the life of me get him to stop saying it. I'm not convinced that they're not. Okay, let, let's let's go down the rabbit hole. Let's do it. How the hell do you think they're going to make the playoffs? They have an easier schedule okay. coming up. Uh-huh. They're also three games behind every team that they would have to catch. Mm-hmm. But you look at the Lions. If Kenny Galladay is going to be gone, Lions don't matter. they don't they're have irrelevant. to worry about the Lions. They don't, yeah, they don't matter. They're irrelevant. They'll jump them in the standings. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're still irrelevant. That's... You're talking about a three-win Lions team. Uh-huh. Do you know how many teams in the NFC have five wins? There's a few of them. It's seven. There's seven of them. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't include the shitty Philadelphia Eagles that are going to get a spot in the uh, NFC East. So you're going to have to catch two teams that are at least three games ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Some of them are three and a half games ahead of you. <laughs> Continue. Right now, as the uh, as the playoffs shake out, you obviously have the Eagles at the top of the East. Yep, they're gonna they're they're gonna be in the playoffs. They'll be in the playoffs. You got the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Rams. Yep, they're all gonna be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You got uh, four. The Packers and the Bears. That's that's six. You got the Saints and the Bucks. That's eight. I can't figure out my fingers. <laughs> you only need to uh, to eliminate the Bears. Uh, you have to pass two because there are eight teams there and only seven make the playoffs. I'm, I'm getting there. Okay. I'm getting there. You only have to eliminate the Bears out of that situation. Okay. And then – They're not going to, by the way. Okay. You, you want to talk about schedules? All right, let's, let's go down that path. Here's who the Bears play. Okay. Titans, Vikings, Packers, Lions, Texans, Vikings, Jaguars, Packers. There's five wins and they're easy. Might be six. You're not eliminating the Bears. You, you can't physically catch the Bears. You've already lost more games than they're going to lose all year. Mm-hmm. So if you win out, which, by the way, you're not going to, you still don't catch the Bears. Next! <laughs> well, they have to play the Bears twice. Okay, they're going to lose to them at least once. Okay. Well, probably twice. I mean, if, if I'm being really honest, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here just to figure oh, out in what Looney Tune, Yosemite Sam, uh, Foghorn Leghorn Boy, I say boy. Uh, what we have here is a failure to communicate. So let's say they beat. Let's say they win out. Just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. They somehow beat the Bucks. They beat all these other teams. They still wouldn't make the playoffs. <laughs> because they would lose the tiebreaker. Because the tiebreaker, the tie, the third tiebreaker is strength of schedule, and theirs sucks. So you're saying even if they did get to 10 wins, they wouldn't make it? They have to get to 11 wins, first of all, which means you have to win out. Yeah, you'd have to win out for this to even be a discussion. Okay. Do you know who's on this schedule? You, you keep talking about how easy it is. Yep. The Bears, who would be in the playoffs right now, the Panthers, who are better than the Vikings, the Bucks that you keep talking about the best team in the NFL, the Bears twice, and the Saints. They're not winning any of those games. Any of those games. None of them. Okay. This is a five-win team at best. You're overreacting to a game they tried their damnedest to lose. 
which had no, there was no excuse. They dominated the Packers. Not because they were so good. Kirk Cousins had 160 yards passing. Mm-hmm. The Packers were just bad. Bad, 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 bad. That's the first time I've ever heard a voice from behind me. <laughs> That's how Joe Biden feels. Yeah, like, he said you sound like Joe Biden. Who was that? Right now, just screaming. I, because this is insane. Because this is the, it's, it's the stupidest thing you've ever said to me in the four years we've been doing this. Together. Okay. Uh, look, I didn't say that. Uh, I didn't say that it was going to happen. I said there is a path for it to happen. I'm still waiting for you to tell me what that path is. The path is is that if they can keep running the ball this way, and they can keep winning. No, 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 games, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I don't give a fuck how they win. That's not my problem. Okay, Dalvin Cook keeps running for 200 yards a game. Mm -hmm. Not going to happen, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just say they do that. What you're still not explaining to me is how they're going to pass two teams that they're not in any way better than. No way better than. You, you do understand that half these teams would have to lose like four times for the Bears to pass, or for the Vikings to pass them. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen. Okay. Tell me who it is. I, I, this is what I've been trying to get out of you. Of you're just you're doing that Joe Bidenish shit where you know just the world works out. The Vikings are the seventh best team and they're going to make the playoffs. No, the fuck they're not because they're doing five. <laughs> so you tell me who they're going to pass and I'm going to tell you why you're out of your mind. Uh, I don't believe in the Bears. Okay, I've already told you they're not passing the Bears. I just told you the schedule. I understand. There's a lot of Jaguars, Texans, uh, gross bullshit on that schedule. Mm. The Bears are going 11 and five. Okay. And they're gonna have the tiebreaker of the Vikings because they're going to beat them. Mm-hmm. And and then next, and then the Rams. I don't know. Oh, about the Rams. good God! You are so out of your fucking mind. God, we need sound effects just for how hilariously. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Rams. Uh -huh. The Rams still have to play the Jets and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. That's two wins. How many? Well, I mean, well, I mean, currently the 49ers are dead, too. Yep. Mm -hmm. They don't have to win a whole lot of these games. I I might even seed the Rams. That's, that's one. You've got to pass two. Mm -hmm. And you're not going. I, I, want the, I want this tape marked so I can go back when the Vikings are 5-11 and go, this and bastard this, said, they can still make the playoffs. This is something you said. Yeah, this is the thing you said. <laughs> that 5-11 and 11 team that's picking fourth, yeah, you said they could make the playoffs eight weeks into the season. Mm -hmm. By the way, I do have to say this, though, for the record, because this does make me nervous. Do you realize that the last two times a running back in the NFL has had over 200 yards and four touchdowns? The Packers have given up both times. Raheem Mostert in the NFC Championship game yep. and Dalvin Cook yesterday. Yep. The two biggest running back games of the last year we're both given up by the Green Bay Packers. And guess who they play on Thursday? That is a pause for concern for me. Who, who do they play Thursday? The 49ers. Doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they don't have a quarterback. <laughs> you got to have somebody to <laughs> take the ball and hand it to the running back. And they currently do not have one of those. <laughs> True. Jimmy Garoppolo going down yes. really hurts. Absolutely. And I don't know that the San Francisco 49ers are, are – I just don't think this is their year. It's they're, not. They're just, well, they're dead. They're just, yeah, they I mean, frankly, I need it explained to me how any team is this killed. I've never seen a team with this many injuries. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's literally. I mean, hell, they, they're missing somebody out of every position group. Mm -hmm. 
I, I've, I've done a lot of, of NFL coverage and a lot of NFL watching in my years. I've never seen an injury report like this. I mean, you've got now you've got Tevin Coleman who's hurt again because I'm convinced he's made of chewed bubble gum. Like, I, I don't think he – his bones aren't even brittle. They just don't exist. He came in for, what, seven plays? Something like that? And he was actually reasonably good when he was in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittle's hurt. Garoppolo. Dante Pettis. They lost two more linebackers yesterday. Uh, I know I know who the quarterback's going to be. Because I didn't know that C.J. Beathard was hurt. Oh, oh so it's Nick C.J. C.J. Beathard must have gotten uh, – he, he must have beat it too hard and got hurt <laughs> whilst doing it. Because he sure as hell didn't get hurt on a football field. Uh-huh. So Nick Mullins is the is the guy now. Uh, yeah, and that would that that should tell you everything you need to know. That, and that's all I got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Ford, By the way, the Packers are going to demolish this team on Thursday. I mean, demolish. I, I don't even have a better word. Eviscerate. Right. The Forty ers are just overall not that good. Like, and I think we need to. They're, they're so killed that they're, 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 they've gone from a real good team mm-hmm. to a real half-assed team. Well, no, they're not bad. I don't think they're bad. The Vikings are bad. His Vikings are bad. <laughs> that team sucks. I mean, the 49ers are still better than them. But that's, I mean, it's not saying much. Uh-huh. The Vikings might have won the NFC East. Maybe. Maybe. I think they'd win it walking away. Even her. I don't. I don't think they'd win. I don't think they'd win the SEC West walking away. <laughs> the 49ers. I'm talking about the Vikings. I'm still on oh, your stupid oh, Vikings. Vikings. I, I'm still on your stupid Vikings thing. I, I think you've like binge watched that show, and now you think the Vikings are actual Vikings. Because <laughs> that's the only way to explain how stu- <laughs> this stupidity has come out of your mouth this many times. Okay. I mean, you could you could feel free to disagree. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm gonna take yep. that. I'm gonna take yeah. that. I, I believe I, I believe I will do that. <laughs> and Nathaniel McWhorter said the 49ers are confusing. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree with you because I never know when they're gonna have another game where seven guys get hurt in one game. It's just bizarre. Like there has to be a reason for that happening, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen what that reason is yet. I don't think the 49ers are in the hunt anymore. They're four and four. I don't see them being able to. They're more in the hunt than the Vikings are. Oh my God! Throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing with me. You don't get to say dumb shit and me let it go. Mm-mm. I'll beat that drum to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, they they got two more weeks before their bye, and they'll be lucky to go in at 500. Uh, yeah, off, you're right. Going into the bye. So, not good. They got the Packers coming up on Thursday night. Um, let's see, what else yesterday? Oh, the Raiders beat the Browns 16-6. to Every day's a good day that Baker Mayfield loses. Baker Mayfield Can we stop loses. talking about how good that Cleveland team is? Yeah. Like, can we stop that? I'm about that finish list. Uh, it, I mean, I tried to tell everybody, this team's not good. Mm-hmm. The defense is okay. They still allow, you know, Josh Jacobs, he was a volume runner. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't particularly good. But, I mean, as long as you got Baker Mayfield putting you in positions the way he is, 
throwing picks, turning the ball over, launching them over receivers' heads, getting Jarvis Landry killed. Jarvis Landry, that that uh, uh, Javon Mims punch, I think that same thing happened in the Cleveland Browns locker room. <laughs> Jarvis Landry went there and went, so the hell was matter with you? Right. Tired of getting hit every time you throw it to me. Uh, he's definitely not protecting his receivers, and <coughs> he's just turning the ball over way too much. Uh, he is god-awful. I mean, how many throws yesterday were at the feet of receivers that were seven, eight yards down the field? It wasn't like he was, you know, trying extremely difficult throws down the sidelines. He just can't hit a, a receiver. And the Raiders are one of those teams that – I don't know what – I think – I believe that they're good, but I just don't know. Look who their wins are against. Panthers, Saints, Chiefs, Browns. Allegedly, three of those teams are good. Mm -hmm. No matter how you feel about anything, allegedly, three of those teams are at least average to above average. Mm -hmm. You know, they lost to the Bills, who I think are – I still think they're fine. They're gross to watch, but I think they're fine. They keep winning. Mm -hmm. Uh, th that Patriots game is the one that just blows my mind. Do you realize that had it not been for that, the Patriots could very easily be like tied with the Jets? I that felt so good to say. <laughs> God, that felt so good to say. And I'm glad to see that other people are finally coming around to the fact that the Patriots may not be that good. They're not. May not be that good. Right. Who thought they were good? Uh, At this point, if you thought they were average, I got a bridge to sell you. They're not just not good. They're fucking awful. Just terrible. But, I mean, how many articles did we have and how many people did, did we have on national media last week saying, oh, this is it. This, this could be the turnaround game for New England to get back on the track, get back in the playoff on. They had a whole bunch of people saying that. Yeah, those people, uh, I have word for them. Morons. Uh, right. Hi. There was a guy like me saying, not even close. Right. They actually kept this game closer because for some reason, the, I, I think the Bills are allergic to the paint in end zones. I, I think there's a team-wide allergy that does not allow them to score. They're overrated. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with you. Ron's saying they're overrated. I don't disagree with you that they're overrated. They're still the best talent team in this division. I still think I like the Dolphins, and I think the Dolphins are going to make this competitive. And I could see a path that they win the division. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you had to bet your house on it right now, you're still taking the Bills. Who, Ron, check his head. Who are you taking? You going to take the Dolphins over them? I'm not taking the Dolphins over them. Well, you also got to remember, the Bills have the tiebreaker. So, yeah. they have to pass them by three games. So, they have to be tied when they play in week 17. Then the Dolphins take it because they will lose every tiebreaker to the Bills. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to bet your house on a team to win the AFC East if it's the Buffalo Bills. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying this is a team that can win a Super Bowl. I've changed my mind on that. Mm -hmm. Josh Allen has not been as good as, as he was at one time. But, you know, we're here. Uh, yeah. Bill's schedule, they play Seahawks next, they'll lose. Cardinals next, they'll lose. Chargers, lost. 49ers win. Steelers, lost. Broncos, closer than people think. Patriots, could split. Dolphins, oh, lose. God, dude, they're not splitting with the Patriots. The Patriots they, are terrible. They lost but did they? They should have. Should not. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, and that ain't none of this. 
Cam Newton is a joke. Uh, can we just can, can we just officially? He's a joke. He's become a walking joke. Mm-hmm. He dresses like the devil wears Prada, <laughs> and he can't hold on to a football because he's allergic to them. And then he's a petulant little bitch in the press conference, like I just gotta hold on to the ball. We would have been fine if I just hold on to the ball. Mm, not really, because you're not good. You can't run. You get, Damian Harris is how Rex Burkhead and James White are still out snapping Damian Harris. I have no idea. This has gone exactly how I said it was. Because Bill Belichick, at the end of the day, and people aren't going to like hearing me say this, and I don't give a fuck. Bill Belichick's not that great of a coach, and he never has been. He got the greatest quarterback that ever lived, and it made him look way smarter than he is. And you know what? All these stupid draft trades, all the things I've said are going to come back to bite him in the ass, that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. And he comes out this week and says, oh, the salary cap's why we're, we don't have much depth because of the salary cap. Uh, no, you don't have much depth because you kept trading draft picks for guys like Devin Ossie Ossie. You moron. That's why. That's why you suck. You suck because you have been propped up by an unbelievable quarterback and people taking discounts to play with him. Guess what? Guys don't take discounts to play with Cam Newton. They don't take discounts to play with Jared Stidham or Brian Hoyer. Mm -hmm. And now you're being unveiled for exactly what I've been saying you were for years. Going for it on fourth and two on the 30-yard line. That's stupid. At the end of the day, that's still stupid. I don't care who who makes the call. It's still stupid. And now you don't have a quarterback that can prop you up. You've got one that's an injury. He's an injury-prone, fumble risk, pain in the ass. There you go, Bill. You got exactly what you wanted, and every bit of this is just karma, and it's music to my ears. And now the New England Patriots are so bad that even the Bill Belichick homers that still exist out there are having to come around to the realization that maybe Bill's not that good. Maybe this team is not built for success. Maybe it doesn't matter uh, that Bill Belichick is your coach anymore. It doesn't matter. Because one it, of the it doesn't matter. Because mm-hmm, one of the headlines was, "Oh, week by week, the Bill Belichick Tom Brady divorce just gets worse and worse and worse." Um, no, it, it really doesn't. I mean, it gets worse for Bill. Do you know? Here's a fun stat. Do you know this is his seventh season? in the NFL as a head coach without Tom Brady on the roster. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty sure he's going to be below 500 this year, so I'm going to go ahead and chalk this one up. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many of those seven years he was over 500? One. One. One of seven. And I'm not talking like – I mean, I'm talking five and 11 twice, six and ten and two seven and nines. He's a bad coach. He's a bad – well, I shouldn't say that. He's an average coach that was gifted – a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. He found a Hall of Fame quarterback. Good for you. Without Brady, he's average. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I won't be shocked if this is last year in New England. Why? You've got six rings. Why would you keep doing this? Right. This team's broken to high holy hell. I think he wants to. He wants to try to prove it though. He wants to try to prove it's that gonna he go, can't it's win gonna, without him. It's going to go very much the opposite way. I can't say who said it, but somebody said Bill Belichick, not a good coach. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not. He's very average. He's very average without Tom Brady. He's the only great coach that hasn't done this with but one quarterback. That's it. He won with Brady. He's won with nothing else. And he's the worst drafter in the NFL. Him and Bill O'Brien, there's a reason they fell off the same – they come off the same tree because they're two of the worst drafters in NFL history. And the fact he's the GM is the reason they are where they are right now. I mean, really think about it. What do they do well? What does the team do well? 
They throw it well? No. No. Probably the worst throwing team in the NFL. Yes, worse than the Jets. Mm-hmm. Do they run it well? No. No. Damian Harris has had some good runs, but he played 20 snaps yesterday, which is stupid, by the way. Yeah. The fact that you're trotting out Rex, Rex Burkhead over Damian Harris is stupid. Mm-hmm. Do they defend well? Not particularly. No. Do they play special teams well? Ish. Maybe. That's it. That's it. This is a 5-11 and 11 team. As I have been saying it is mm-hmm. since the minute Tom left for Tampa. Yep. That's where it's at. And Bill Belichick's the most overrated coach in the history of professional sports. And you're getting ready to see it get worse and worse. All right, let's say that, let's say they go your path. Mm-hmm. Let's say they go your or that Bill goes your path and he tries to prove this. Mm-hmm. What's his solution? What's his? How, solution? How's he figured out? Hell, I don't know. There, there's only two paths, because last year was the quarterback bonanza. Mm-hmm. So he can try this again, because he he spun the wheel with Cam Newton and crapped out. So he can try that again with Jameis Winston mm-hmm. or somebody of that ilk. Or you're going to draft a rookie. And guess what? I've already analyzed the rookies. There's one. There's one that's an immediate come in day one franchise quarterback. The rest of them are all projects. Justin Fields could he could very easily be Russell Wilson. Could also very easily be Achilles Smith. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance. Same thing. Uh, uh, who's the, uh, Zach... Um, Wilson. Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson could very easily be on the high end. He could very easily be Joe Flacco in his prime. He could be David Klingler, too. <laughs> David Klingler. And that, and that was Nathaniel McWhorter asked me, what about the year with Matt Castle? You still had players that were there for Tom Brady. Yeah. Brady got hurt in week one. You so you've got guys that – I mean, at that time you had defensive players that were taking homer discounts to win Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Nobody's doing that now. Yeah, you're Stephon Gilmore. You know why he put his house on the market? Because he looked at Bill Belichick and said, get me the hell out of here. Because I'm not here to rebuild. I took a sweetheart deal. Stephon Gilmore is on a sweetheart deal for the best corner in the league. And guess what? He's not doing that on a team that's going to go 5-11. Mm-hmm. And if they don't trade him right now, they will trade him in the offseason. Uh, and he's probably going to be a petulant little bitch for the rest of the year. Uh, Kevin Vick asked in the comments, does Bill tank out and try to screw the Jets again doesn't matter. for the number one? Doesn't matter. I don't think he can. It doesn't matter. The Jets are not going to win a game. Mm-hmm. If, I mean, I'm telling you, I've watched every down they've played this year. This is the worst team I've ever seen. I mean, they have pieces. Here's the bad thing. I broke down the Jets film from yesterday. In my top five stars, the punter was three. <laughs> That's how bad this team is. And this is one of the best games they played all year. Right. No, Bill has there, – there's nothing you can do. Well, Whoever gets the, one takes Trevor Lawrence, and the chances of that being any team that's not the New York Jets is about 1%. If the Patriots laid down to the Jets – Doesn't matter. And let them doesn't win matter. both games. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The Patriots could lay down and still beat the Jets. I'm not saying they're the worst team in the league. Yeah. I'm saying they're easily the third best team in the, in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. They're better than the Jets, but it, they're a hell of a lot closer to the Jets than they are to the Dolphins and the Bills. Uh, the, uh, there's only one game that I see on the New York Jets schedule that they could even win. New and England. it is against New yeah, England. Yes, New England. That's it. And they got to play them twice. Yep. Um, and they're not going to beat them in Foxborough. i got news for you. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn if there's a fan in the stadium. I don't care if there's a person in the city. <laughs> I don't care. They're not beating them in Foxborough. Right. I, I've heard all this – 
Bill's gonna wind up with Trevor Lawrence shit. Okay, how's that happen? Mm-hmm. Walk, walk me, walk me down that path. Walk me how Bill is gonna wind up with uh, with Trevor. Bill Belichick, not the Bills. No, there's a lot of people that think, oh, Mr. Miyagi, Bill Belichick, with his, he's got all these. Okay, it's five first runners. That's what it costs. Uh, that's if you pick it four. If you pick it ten, it's seven first rounders. Uh, don't I don't envision him doing that. And I got news for you. Let's say he did. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You don't have a receiver on the team. There's literally not a receiver on this team that belongs in the NFL. Period. On the Patriots. Nope. Okay. Not one. That roster that trotted out there yesterday, there's not an NFL receiver on that team. Nikhil Harry is a fringe roster guy, and I got news for you. Julian Edelman was made by Tom Brady, mm-hmm. just like Danny Amendola was, just like Wes Welker was. Lather, rinse, repeat. This what it is. I, and, and for me, I've been saying this shit for 10 years. If I'm a Jets fan, I'm going to say, oh, you're just a Jets fan. You're bitter about Bill. No, I'm bitter at the fact that he keeps doing dumb shit and he keeps working. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? His secret sauce is gone. His secret sauce is in Tampa Bay. You notice that everything Tampa Bay does seems to be working out? Yep. Scotty Miller, some little half-ass 5'9 receiver that can't separate from anybody. Huh, weird. With Brady, all of a sudden he's really good. Mm-hmm. Tyler Johnson, a guy that we all had reservations about. Not because he wasn't a good route runner, because we couldn't figure out how he's going to separate from somebody. You notice he separates with, with, with Brady? Mm-hmm. It's weird how that works. Because Brady is the smartest quarterback that's ever lived. Yep. God, that hurt me to say. God, a little part of me just died. Oh, oh, yep, that's uh, that's gross. But it's I mean it's the truth. Yeah. That's good quarterbacks mean more than any position in any sport. It's not close. Mm-hmm. And the New England Patriots uh, have three more wins on their schedule, and that's it. Uh, they got they played the Jets twice, and they played the Texans. Other than that, I could see them getting just the hell beat out of them in every game that they play. <laughs> David Smith that. said uh, Bill wouldn't take uh, a quarterback in round one. Uh, let me let me. Uh, I'm gonna make this really clear. Dave's a, Dave's a really smart guy. And he knows sports really really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hosts his own show that's fantastic. I've been on it. Uh, let me let me let me preface what I'm here to say. I don't give a damn what team it is in the NFL. If the Cincinnati Bengals got the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence is the number one pick. I don't care who it is. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Now, would the Bengals trade him? Would the wh- whatever the case may be. Maybe. Trevor Lawrence goes number one in this draft. I've seen enough mock drafts have Penny Sewell going one, that, and, and I laugh at them until I almost <laughs> hyperventilate. This is the greatest quarterback prospect I've ever evaluated. The only one in his ballpark is Andrew Luck, and he's not all that close. But anyway, this way, I looked this up the other day. My ranking system is a little different because I have – I rate everything. Andrew Luck is as close to Trevor Lawrence as Lamar Jackson was to Andrew Luck. That's how close they are. And I hated Andrew Luck. Yes. And I hated Lamar Jackson. Yes, you did. By rating, there is like two points difference between where I had Luck, who was the number two quarterback I've ever evaluated, and where I had Lamar Lamar Jackson. I had him as a third-round pick Mm -hmm. that was going to play wide receiver. I liked him as a wide receiver. He's real damn fast. But that's how far out. I mean, Trevor Lawrence checks every box. Right. There's not a team in the league that would. Who has the most stable quarterback situation in the league? The most stable. Kansas City. Kansas City's the one team that wouldn't take Trevor Lawrence. Right. That's it. Chargers get the number one pick uh, by Justin Herbert. That's fun while it lasted. You're a fun knockoff of Trevor Lawrence. We're gonna take the real thing. 
Yeah. On and on and on down the line. Doesn't matter who it is. And I can't wait for him to be wearing <coughs> my green and white. Oh, I think you're, you, you might be assuming a little too much. What, that we're not going to win a game? Yeah. No, we're not going to win a game. Really? We're not going to win a game. So we almost got Sam Darnold killed. Almost got him killed yesterday. He got hit at one point and I went, I think I just watched his soul leave his body. Mm-hmm. And I got news for you. With no Sam, there are no wins. Sam's the best player on this team. It's not close. Right. He was yesterday. He was throwing to Braxton Berrios, and he was who literally next to me would look like a little kid, and he was making him look decent. He's shifty. Chris Edenfield said, "What if Trevor stays? He ain't staying. He ain't staying. He ain't staying. He ain't. He ain't staying. And, and as you said, he's going to lose Travis Etienne. He's going to lose five starters off that defense. He's going to lose three of his offensive linemen. He's not staying. I've heard that so many times. What's he going to say?" They say, oh, he, he left the door open. What's he going to say? Yeah, I'm out of here the first minute they open that door. Mm-hmm. The second they allow me to leave, I am – literally there will be a plane on the tarmac waiting for me. And what's the no, better – You're, you're competing for a national title. And, and, and you also have to think, <coughs> what are his better prospects the next year? He doesn't have any better prospects the next year. Because who ends up with the number one pick that next year? Uh, it might be the Jets again. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars? Did you say the Saints? If Breeze is higher than Saints. No. There's too much talent on that team. You gotta understand. You gotta understand how bereft of talent you have to be to, to wind up with a number one pick. Absolutely. I mean you could throw Jameis Winston in with the New Orleans Saints and that's still an eight win team. Yep. Seven win team at the worst. I mean, think about what he did in Tampa last year. They were seven win team. He threw 30 interceptions. That was why they were a seven-win team. I want you to think about how bad these teams were. Think about how bad the Bengals were yet last year. They were god-awful mm-hmm. with Andy Dalton throwing to a bunch of nobodies. Mm-hmm. The year before that, think about how bad the Arizona Cardinals were. They couldn't stop anybody. I mean, they were allowing 37-odd points a game, and they couldn't score. Think about how bad the Browns were when they took Baker and Miles Garrett back back years. <laughs> yep. Two years. Two years worth. Yep. Uh, think about how bad that team was. I mean, look at all the weapons they have now. Everybody talks about OBJ and Jarvis Landry and you know, Austin Hooper, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. You know what all those guys have in common? They weren't on that team. They weren't there. They, they weren't on that team. That team was awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. It takes a lot to be that bad. And uh, even with uh, next year with the Jacksonville Jaguars, they get another quarterback, or if they don't get another quarterback, I, I don't see them as being as bad as the Jets should the Jets not end up with a quarterback. John Delaney asked me if the Jets could get a one for Sam Darnold. I absolutely believe so, and I've heard all the reports. Uh, uh, appreciate your comment, by the way. Uh, Pittsburgh is a smart team. Pittsburgh Teams like Pittsburgh do smart things. That pick's going to fall somewhere in the late 20s. You know what kind of prospect you're not getting in the late 20s at quarterback? Sam Darnold. So a smart team like that comes along. That's why teams like the Steelers and the Ravens and other than this year, the Eagles. There's a reason these good teams stay good. Because mm-hmm. they don't do dumb shit. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't, they don't do the dumb shit that, you know, take Johnny Manziel in the first round. 
I don't know why Cleveland's my go-to with dumb shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I pull for a very stupid team. Oh, well, there's a very real reason that they're number one. Yeah, but, they, but they're my immediate go-to. You would think it would be my team and all the dumb things we've done. Well, I mean, Like taking just... Jamal Adams over uh, uh, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Oh, I just had a little stroke. Sorry. Well, that's just your uh, that's just your green glasses. I mean, yes, your your team is in that discussion, but I don't know that I, I think the knocks against the Browns over the years are more than the Jets. It's close. Jets, it's way closer than you think it is. But at least the Jets had some successful years. I mean, the Rex Ryan years. They went to two straight AFC Championship mm-hmm. games. They yeah, had, and you know what that led to? The butt fumble. Yes. We had another one of those yesterday. But at least you were competitive, is what I'm saying. The Browns yeah. haven't been. The Browns have been competitive, and they've gone through at times. Yeah, not really. The Browns have been competitive at times. I mean, some of it dates back to the '80s. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the Jets and the Browns are uh, they're, they're I mean they're they're birds of a feather that hey, one inches forward. Yeah, that, that right. Yeah, it's, right. They're, they're the same thing. They're <laughs> right there, but I mean, you think about it. What the running gag about the quarterbacks? How many different quarterbacks they've had over the last ten? The Jets have had a lot years. too. The Jets have had a lot, and we've stuck with some that we should never have stuck with. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith, that was a train wreck from day one. Yep. Christian Hackenberg should not have made the roster his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, was he the we, starter? No, he never. He never actually he threw a pass in the NFL. He's the only first or second round pick. In NFL history, as a quarterback, <laughs> to never throw not one pass. To never throw not one pass. We did that. We did. We did. Uh, the Broncos came back and beat the Chargers 31 to 30, 21 points in the fourth quarter, and uh, apparently Drew Locke gave a hell of a halftime speech to his team to get them to all rally together. Hey, the LA Falcons are, uh, you know, they're they they don't close games well. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy God. And you know what's funny? They play in week 14. I think they might both walk off the field with five minutes to go. Like, uh-uh. we can't win. What, what do we do? <laughs> Thanos, if Thanos was ever going to snappy fingers, uh, this is where to do it. Tie. At the end of the tie. Just... <laughs> Nobody can win. Nobody's going to lose it. It's just going to end in a tie. Uh, I agree with John Delaney. Drew Locke is terrible. I have completely fallen off the Drew Locke bandwagon. The more he has to think, the worse he is. And that's a really bad thing to say about a quarterback. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if anything is left up to him, it goes to hell in a handbasket. But now, when he can run no huddle, when he doesn't have to think about it, and all he does is call the plays, and he doesn't have to overanalyze, he doesn't have to make any reads, just pick and pop. Just pick and pop. That's all we got to do. He can do that. And that's what he needs to do. Unfortunately, he has the dumbest coach in the NFL. Yep. Vic Fangio is the worst coach in the NFL. Yes, worse than Mike McCarthy. Mm. Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl ring. Uh, Vic Fangio does not as a head coach. Adam Gase. He's worse. Oh, Fangio. yeah. Uh, well, it, it, see, in my head, Adam yeah. Gase has already been fired. <laughs> Well, you know Adam Gase is uh, Adam Gase is holding a seat warm until right. after uh, about eight days from right now. Right, and I saw somebody mention in the comments that Trevor doesn't want to play for Adam Gase. He's not going. He's be not going to. Yeah, Adam Gase is going to be bye bye. Adam Gase will be bye bye in eight days. Uh, I've already heard this. I, I have very good sources with the Jets. The Jets they're scared that uh, we don't know who we're going to turn this team over to. I've heard a name, and I'm almost remiss to say it. Heinz Warden. What? He's our receivers coach. He's actually our assistant receivers coach. 
one guy in the locker room that everybody trusts. Hmm. I heard that from a source, and they said, I'm, this is out there. Yeah. But this is where we're at. Because they don't trust Dole Loggins. They don't want Greg Williams running the team because they're scared of Greg Williams. Mm-hmm. One of my sources close to the Jets said they could fire both coordinators and the head coach. Wow. At the same time. It's never been done before. No team in NFL history has ever done that. And the bye week's coming up week after next. Yeah. And that's the oh, it's, that's yeah, the they, play the, they play the Patriots on Monday Night Football next week. Mm-hmm. Adam Gase will not have a job <laughs> wait, eight days Wait, that's the Monday Night Football yeah. game? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Patriots yeah. and the Jets. I have to deal with it, and so do you. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, it also means that this Sunday is going to be October. I actually to watch wrestling that night. Wrestling. <laughs> Woo! You mean the game? Uh, yeah, it's not going to be good. No, absolutely not. Holy shit. I didn't realize that yeah. was Monday Night Football. Yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. Good God almighty. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, so, yeah, Vic Fangio, I, I mean, I, I believe that he's, his time is limited in the NFL as well. I think he'll be fired soon. Well, that's the bad thing is I look at Denver, and, and I actually I, I like this team, and I've liked this team for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Denver's way more talented than their win-loss record will tell you. I, Vic Fangio lost me. Uh, they played the Bears last year, and I don't remember exactly how this happened. They kick a field goal with like 45 seconds left, and they let Mitch Trubisky drive right into field goal range in 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. And it took penalties and god-awful mental lapses and things that I tie directly back to a head coach. And from that point on, I went, nope. Vic Fangio is, is, off, the, is off the radar for me. Mm-hmm. But the Broncos did get the win over the Chargers, 31-30. to 30. Justin Anthony Herbert Lynn. still had a good – Yeah, Anthony Lynn's right there with him now. Really, a lot of this is a lot of this is coaching decisions, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I understand that it's you know you, the defense is called by the defensive coordinator. I, I get all those things. I don't care, you know. As Anthony Lynn, at some point, you had to look at your team and go, "What are we doing?" You know, you're, they're, they're driving down the two minute drill, and we're playing 15 yards off every one of the receivers. Uh, if you don't trust your defense any more than that, mm, that's a problem. Especially when you got Chris Hay- uh, Chris Harris and Casey Hayward, mm-hmm. and you're still playing that far back. Right. You know, it's it just it makes no sense to me. Uh, final in overtime, the Saints overcome the Chicago Bears on the road, 26 to 23. We already talked about the the fight that uh, sprung up in the middle of this game with Javon Wims. I'm not going to be surprised if he's just outright cut. Um, I will because I, I I like that conspiracy theory that that uh, Matt Nagy said, hey. Go punch him real hard. <laughs> I have no sources on that, but I've heard it twice. Okay. The Javon Mims just all of a sudden comes in the game, and all of a sudden he wants to punch Chauncey Gardner-Johnson in the mouth. Right. And what was great about it was that it, it was like C.J. Gardner-Johnson didn't even know what was happening at the time. Like, That's why he hit him again. He punched him in the face or punched him in the ear hole, and yeah, there was no reaction. And then he went after him again. And that's when things sparked off. It makes me wonder if it's like uh, Javon Wims is, you know, uh, not very good at punching. The, the, <laughs> the only, well, I mean, the guy's wearing a fucking helmet. So, you know, why people do that? I'll never understand that. Right. Hey, you're wearing a helmet that's meant to save you from blows to your head. Mm-hmm. Let me take my unprotected hand and hit you with it. Brilliant. 
Uh, it, the sad thing is that's the only play in this game that was even vaguely memorable. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like either of these teams. I'm, I'm off the bandwagon on both. Uh, the Bears can't score, and the Saints just – something about them looks off. They are so – if Alvin Kamara decided he wanted to – whack surfboards uh, or, or teach golf lessons or some shit tomorrow and he just stopped playing, right. this is a four-win team. With no Michael Thomas, they are bad mm -hmm. minus Alvin Kamara. The drives that Alvin, I don't remember exactly how the stat went. They had three drives where Alvin Kamara did not touch the ball on first, second, or third down of the first set of downs in a series. They punted all three of them. Hmm. They went three and out all three times. Right. Well, I mean, they are playing with practice squad guys. Yeah, it's it's brutal. David Smith asked, "Does does uh, Michael Thomas get dealt?" No, the the dead caps, but the dead cap it would kill them. Mm -hmm. They're already twenty five million dollars over the cap for next year. They they couldn't. I mean, if they wanted him out of town so bad they couldn't stand it, they would have to get a a ridiculous draft pick deal, which they're not going to get. Mm -hmm. uh, and somebody would have to eat all the salary, and that's it. Just none of those things are going to happen. They'd be stuck with the dead cap hit, but you know a team could incentivize it to such a point they would do it, and nobody's going to do that. Mm -hmm. How uh, how do you see the Saints moving forward in this season? Because I mean, you they look need Michael Thomas back. I need to see this team with Michael Thomas on the field. Yeah, He's been right. gone for yeah. so long, right? I, and and that's the thing. You know, the Saints have they have a history of of looking. You know, is it over? I mean, how many years have we had the is it over for Drew Brees, mm -hmm. and then they wind up in the playoffs, mm -hmm. and then they get screwed in the playoffs. I mean, they have to make the playoffs because, I mean, who's going to get screwed? The officials have to screw somebody, and if it's not New Orleans, then who the hell is it going to be? Who's it going to be? <laughs> but they got that week against the Buccaneers in week one and then lose to the Raiders, lose to the Packers, and the four teams that they beat subsequently are all not good teams. I mean, the Lions, the Chargers, the Panthers, and the Bears. Yep. And then you look at the rest of their schedule, and, I mean, they got the Broncos, the Falcons twice. Eagles, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're still going to have their wins. Yeah. Especially when Michael Thomas comes back. Yep. So, yeah, they'll be they'll, they'll still be in the discussion. Um, but, yeah, Alvin Kamara is real good. At he, he's, all that, he's all that matters on that team. Mm -hmm. uh, before we hit the, the Sunday night game, we need to do a little house cleaning. of. Uh, we didn't talk about the Bengals and the Titans. Oh, okay. The Titans are not good at football. And I've, I, I've said it, and I, I can't wrap my head around this team. Uh, that's where it's at. They're not good. Defensively, they're god-awful. They're the worst pass rush I think I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Their pass rush is worse than Seattle's. And that's with Jadeveon Clowney and, and um, Dante Fowler. Dante Fowler? No, not Dante Vic Fowler. Beasley. Vic Beasley. Dante Fowler went to Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's terrible. They, they spent $20 million on pass rush and got $20 worth of pass rush. <laughs> you know, it's mind-boggling. Yeah. You know, and the Titans are a team that I'm looking at going, you know – I'm looking at the schedule going, this doesn't lay well for you. Because they're off, the, or, uh, they've already had their bye week. Mm -hmm. Bears, Colts, at the Ravens, at the Colts, Browns, Jaguars, Lions, Packers, Texans. Woof. There's three bad teams on its schedule left. Mm -hmm. This team could go 8-8. Eight eight. Wouldn't shock me at all. Right. Because currently, they have, have they beaten a good team yet? Because I'm going to say no. Uh, I mean, they beat the Broncos, but that was week one, and that was, you know, Locke figuring out Judy and right. all of those things. 
They did then you beat the, the Jaguars, the Vikings, the I mean they beat the hell out of the Bills, but it was on a short week, mm-hmm. or it was on a long week because they played on Tuesday, and that's kind of a throwaway game for me. And I'm going to be honest with you, the Bills have been terrible since. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if that's the best team you've beaten, that kind of tells me everything I need to know. Right. And you lose on the road to the Bengals. That's definitely definitely a sign of bad things to come, because it's a team that we, I mean, we we like the offense of the Bengals. But other Burrow, than that, look, anybody that's – I've heard some people that knocking Burrow, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, straight up, you just don't know what you're talking about. I understand he does rookie things. He makes some rookie mistakes. Peyton Manning threw a bajillion interceptions his rookie year. Yep. Joe Burrow would still be the number one pick in this draft if they did it again tomorrow. It was like 27? He threw a ton. It was like 22. 22. I thought he was 22. Okay. I knew it was a lot. It was up there in the 20s of what Peyton Manning threw his rookie yeah. year. I like Joe Burrow, and I like <laughs> a lot of the pieces. On I've heard a lot reason. of knocks on him, and I'm just I'm tired of it. You know, you, you watch the All-22 on him, and he does some otherworldly things. But he makes some rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. He's 22 years, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's his first year in the league. And he doesn't have a whole hell of a lot around him. But, by God, he made it work yesterday. Is this Good team, for Joe B. Is this team better without Joe Mixon? That's not – you're not the first person to opine that. Right. Over right. the course of several years. Giovanni Bernard's a, a very good all-around back. Yeah. I don't understand why they don't use him more when Mixon's active. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't make any sense to me. But a lot of things Zach Taylor does doesn't make any sense to me. Zach Taylor is East, it's, is cold weather Cliff Kingsbury. They're, they're, I'm convinced they're actually the same person. I, I, I don't know how they're doing it, but I think they're the same person. Right. Because you had Gio scoring, what, twice yesterday? He got into the end zone last week, had a good game last week in Joe Mixon's absence. And, uh, yeah, I'm not convinced that this isn't a better team without Joe Mixon. I mean, I struggle to believe that, but Giovanni Bernard does do other things. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. All right, we have to talk about the, 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 the poop sandwich bowl. The poop sandwich bowl last night on Sunday Night Football. Uh, <laughs> you had the Eagles and the Cowboys 23-9. to The Eagles taking a stranglehold on the NFC East. Do you realize? (laughs) Three wins. Do you realize these two teams in a 60-minute game Mm -hmm. combined for 477 yards? 487 yards, sorry. 487 yards. That's how many they had combined. Nice. There were 39 first downs this whole game and six turnovers. Six of them. Uh, that is comically bad. They don't have any. The Cowboys do not have anything. No. And I, and I can't wrap my head around it. I thought that even even a you know a horrible late round draft pick would be able to get something going with it with the weapons that they have. But no. I I, I wasn't quite done. Oh. These two combined for 487 yards. Yes. You know how many yards the Chiefs had by themselves yesterday? Was it 500? 496. 496. The Chiefs outgained this game. The game. That's they bad. outgained it. That is very bad. But you've got uh, you, you got the Cowboys and the Eagles both riddled by injuries. You They're awful. Carson Wentz, who is just sucks. He sucks awful. something god awful. I mean, Good he's got 16 Lord. damn turnovers uh, in the first eight games of this season. He's on pace to tie to. He's gonna tie. He could tie Jameis Winston. Wow, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened. What happened? Is it just because the receivers are all dead? Is it because Miles Sanders can't stay healthy? Is it because the offensive line has died on him? And there was, what, one starter that was supposed to be a starter at the beginning of the season playing last night? Uh, yeah, they're bad. It's real bad. It's real bad. I mean, he's running for his life. <laughs> I have one more stat. that I, I like stats. Uh -huh. they're, they're my thing. Uh -huh. The highest rated quarterback in this game was who? And I use QBR, not, not quarterback rating. Uh, ben DiNucci. He was the lowest rated. Okay. Jalen Hurts was second. Carson Wentz was first. <laughs> the highest QBR in this game was a 29.6. Jesus. <laughs> if you add all of them together, they're still less than Joe Burrow. All of them! If you add them together! <laughs> Jalen Hurts threw one pass! They're still lower than Joe Burrow! <laughs> Will the Dallas Cowboys uh, find a way to make lemonade out of lemons here? What can they do? Uh, this is not lemonade out of lemons. This is chicken salad out of chicken shit. And currently, they're just making chicken shit salad. So that's they're god awful. I mean, they're horrendous. But is there any path forward to no. fire sale, no. firing no. the coaches, nothing? No, because they're doing the same thing the Vikings are doing. They, yes, they want to make deals, but they don't want to trade any of the pieces that anybody would want. Right. Oh, Everson Griffin, cool. Uh, here, here's a conditional six that he has to cure COVID and fly for for you to uh, for you to get it. <laughs> it's fine. We'll, we'll do all that that you want to do. Right. But if you're expecting to get back any kind of actual content, no. You know, Alden Smith is a guy that that would, that would have gotten them a, a that they could have actually gotten value from, mm -hmm. and they've told every team in the league, no. Here's the stupid thing of that. In a year, they're not going to be playing 3-4 because they're going to fire Mike Nolan. Right. Short-sighted. It's what Jerry Jones does. It's why the Cowboys haven't won anything in 25 years. You have a piece. You have a piece here in Alden Smith that could get you, could actually fetch you a return. Mm -hmm. He has so many character issues that it's not going to be like high-end draft capital, but it could get you a couple of draft picks. Right. And, and you look at it and go, no, we don't do that. No. And he's going to be a piece that doesn't fit with you in a year. That's the Dallas Cowboys in a nutshell. Right. Uh, I did see uh, I did see a little bit of different scheme on the defensive side of the ball, so they're trying something different, but it's not it's not going to matter. I, their defense is pathetically bad, mm -hmm. and there's really not a there's there's not a nice way to say it. I mean, you look at, at Dallas last night, they had the ball for, you know, they ran way more plays than Philadelphia did. Mm -hmm. and, he's, and still, I mean, it's, it's Ben DiNucci. You know, it's, it's, it, it is what it is. How that guy's in the NFL, I have zero idea. All right, coming up tonight, uh, we've got Monday Night Football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Giants. Uh, making the picks yesterday, we were all on Tampa Bay to cover the 12 and a half. In this game, uh, over or under the 45? I don't remember which way we went on that. Uh, I think we went over. I do not know the answer to your question, sir. <laughs> okay. uh, I went over the 46. Yeah. Okay, it's 45 now. So yeah, I'm, so I'm certainly going still to. over. Uh, still over tonight. I think uh, I think this is going to be a fun one. I can't wait for the game. Obviously, uh, I think uh, for well for my team. I mean, I don't know how much. It, 
how much, how exciting it's going to be for everybody else. <laughs> no, not in for a Monday night bloodbath. I like the over under number of quarters I watch of this game. One and a half. Oh, that's the line. Con, you're right on it, too. <laughs> oh, we get to halftime and they start playing some shitty band. Do they still do that? I haven't watched the halftime show all year. Oh, I don't know. Do they have that Genesis say we're going to play a band at the halftime of Monday Night Football? No, they stopped that. I don't think Thank God, because that. that shit was it's terrible. All black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would always do like, like black and white videos. Video. Oh, and yeah. it was like some band nobody had ever heard of. Right. Yeah, that was, I'm really glad they stopped doing it. Or, uh, that was, that was god awful. Well, I don't know. Maybe they could get like a Oleander can come play. They'll and, get me. Uh, <laughs> I'll sing. <laughs> what would you sing if you could sing on Monday Night Football? What song would you sing? Uh, uh, don't let Don't let Sun go down on me. I don't know. It's first song. It's first thing in my Okay, uh, yeah, that was the wrong answer. The right answer was Rocky Top. Uh, that would be the song. That no, the right that no, the right answer would be Country Roads Take Me Home to the place I belong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. That's the one. That's, that's the, the one, one you want. All right, let's get the hell out of here. All right, let's get the hell out of here. At the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias, be sure to like it, share it, and follow it. Of course, we'll be with you this afternoon on ESPN Asheville from three to five. You can hear it everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we'll talk more about uh, the week that was uh, in the NFL. Also, get into the college football, and we had more teams eliminated by Michigan, by Carolina. Five Big Ten. Yeah. Five Big Ten. <laughs> two weeks. That's what it took. Two. Bye-bye. So, uh, Bye-bye. Uh, this afternoon on the iHeartRadio app with the Sports Tank with Jeremy Green. Again, like, share, and follow the Sportsocracy on all of the social medias. We'll be back here with you on Facebook and YouTube Live tomorrow morning at 9 a.m.